0: Welcome back, everyone, to the Chip Lunch Podcast. Uh, I'm very excited f- to be in your ear holes or in your <laughs> eye holes, whether you're on, <laughs> you're listening to us on YouTube. Or watching on YouTube is ear holes. No. No. Oh, dear. That's not right. Eye holes would be... <laughs> no, because YouTube would be both. YouTube would be both. It would be both. YouTube is... If you're watching us on YouTube, hello, check us out in your ear holes and eye holes. And if you're listening to us on our favorite oh. podcast app... <laughs> It's <laughs> like a
1: granddad or something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, yeah, just ranting. On the radio. Well, I am now. Welcome back. Coming straight through the... Welcome <laughs> back to the Chip Lunch Podcast. <laughs> straight through the AM. Yeah, straight through the AM radio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, welcome, Brandon. How Thank are you? Thank you. Uh, it's nice to have you.
1: Even better now that I'm with you.
0: And also in people's ear holes and eye holes.
1: Uh, look, we'll come back to that. Okay, cool. <laughs> Do
0: you want to introduce our guest? Very excited to have us have her on an, on the podcast. Sure thing. Please. Welcome to Louisa.
2: Thank you. Hi. Good to be here.
0: Good to see you. Now, you just ha- came in from an um, uh, important phone call. Yes. Is there anything you can report on that phone call, or is it just a standard meeting?
2: Highly confidential. <laughs> 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 Cannot reveal on this podcast. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like
0: uh, we had um, uh, Amelia on the podcast, and basically we found out that she was a spy, so maybe...
2: Oh Oh spy tings. I think that's got a, that's got to top my one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So spy yeah. business is serious. <laughs>
0: yeah, very. Oh, yours wasn't serious; just confidential. It's yes. yeah,
2: just confidential. Okay.
0: Well, thank you for coming on the podcast, Louisa. Good to be here. It's really cool that you make the trip out from now. Do you live in Ride or do you live close to Ride?
2: Close to Ride. I'm in uh, a suburb called Epping. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. cool.
0: Yep, uh, caught the train there. <laughs> yeah,
2: uh, my drove. Train would be a long journey. It's a long trip. It's a long journey. Mm,
0: I don't know why I went to Epping. I think it was something that my kids and I just decided we were going to do. Oh, catch a train to Epping.
2: There's nothing to do there.
0: Well, my son, yeah. Well, see, okay. I'm glad that you said that because my son had seen it. I said, mate, pick – I'm remembering now. Pick a station on the train map, and we'll go there. He's like Epping.
2: Right, <laughs> I okay. think I know. Wh- I <laughs> so think I know do. why though, because it's one of those stations that it like trains terminate. So yes. ah, you'd hear it a lot. Yeah. It's just like Hornsby you'd hear it a lot because yeah, a t- trains terminate there. Yeah.
0: But so when we got off there, I'm like, like, let's go for a walk around. There wasn't much to do. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent.
2: There's nothing to do there. Really? <laughs> it's just a big area where people change trains. Mm. Um, it's close to some other really nice suburbs, yeah. like Macquarie Park, um Eastwood, where there's good food. But okay. Epping itself. I don't I don't I know there's not that much to do there so
0: okay you spend most of your time out of Epping than in Epping
2: well I used to live in Eastwood okay then I moved out and now I'm at Epping um so yeah it's still relatively close to everything that I normally do Mm. so um yeah okay yeah
0: cool um you feel nervous coming on the podcast a lot of people Um, say they feel nervous but they don't really need to.
2: I think it's exciting, Nervous. Oh, that's a good one. Because I've never been on a podcast. Hey. Oh, so really? So, yeah, this whole mic setup and tech setup, it's pretty cool. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's a, it was funny you, like, you were saying, I've never been on a podcast. i a month. oh, really? And, like, most people <laughs> most have people never would. been on a podcast <laughs> yeah. before. No. Um, that's cool. Well, thanks for coming and hanging out. Here's the first question that we always like to ask on Chip Lunch. How do you like to eat your hot chips?
2: Yeah, so I thought about this question before yes. jumping on here. The Lovely. most important question.
0: <laughs> I think
2: <laughs> for myself, right, like chips, let's just get serious here. Like yeah, yeah. it can be a snack or it can be a meal.
0: Drew. Yes, 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 I agree with that. So for
2: snack, and this is going to have a lot of hate, but this is just how I eat my chips. This is great. Yeah. As a snack, I don't have it with anything. I like it with nothing. No so, soul, so Nothing. When I go to Macca's, like a little hack for you all, if you want them to cook it fresh, yeah. like for you, yeah. you say no salt because they default salt everything. Oh. So If you say no salt, it's guaranteed to come out hot and crispy and just really? awesome. Wow, um,
1: I'm surprised they would give you that option.
2: Yeah, so you just like remove the salt. Yep. It's an option. That's so interesting. Um, well, like
0: when you order it?
2: Yeah, when you order it, you just go like no salt and then they have to Ooh. cook a fresh batch because they salt everything that they serve yeah. that's already been cooked. They chuck it in the
1: warming oven. I feel like the warming thing they put it in though has, would have... Residue salt.
2: Yes, so they have to cook it and then basically <sighs> like serve it's your. It and then give it so to you
1: There you go. I feel bad for the like fifteen-year-old that's have to, do to do that. I
2: do feel bad, but um, you know, that's oh. how I like my yeah, chips. You so get
0: it it. that's how Louisa rolls, man. <laughs> That's yeah, how man. I roll. Big
2: um, for a meal though, I don't know if you guys know about poutine. Yes. Yes. That is hands down the best way to eat chips. Yeah. Right. Hot chips, in my yeah. opinion.
0: I've heard. So I've heard. Brayden mentioned poutine before. Yeah. Please engage us in some poutine chat between the two of you because <laughs> I don't I don't really know much about it. So you start, Louisa, well, and it's, then it's a Canadian
2: yeah. Canadian snack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I discovered it when I lived in Canada for six months right. on exchange.
0: Okay. Oop, put, making a note for that. <laughs> where in Canada were you live?
2: I was living in a city called London, Ontario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a very small town, yeah. but it's also the town where Justin Bieber was born. So it's not <laughs> all that unknown. Uh, fun fact for you there. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's a, it's a Canadian snack, yeah. hot chips, cheese curd, gravy. Yeah. All gravy. in one. Yeah. It's okay. It's so good. Yeah. But it's like a meal. It's yeah. not really a snack. It's oh, like so like, like a I'll
0: get a, serve, I'll get a, a poutine for, for lunch?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, it's generally like a pile.
2: It's, yeah, it's a yeah. big pile with cheese curd gravy smash on top
0: really yeah. and what's the difference between cheese and cheese curd uh,
1: i think it's just the type of type of cheese. it's mozzarella i think oh, or at mm. least it's some
0: kind of Mutadel. Is that oh. <laughs> mozzarella
1: <laughs> yeah, some no. kind of melting cheese but
0: oh i'm gonna look up cheese curd
1: it's like a it's like a squeaky cheese you know what i mean mm. when yeah. i say yeah. that oh,
0: squeaky cheese yeah, yeah. like it's
1: it's not something like super like cheddar or something like super uh, uh, sharp.
0: Ooh, cheese curds are moist pieces of curdled milk. <sighs> so good! Yeah. Which doesn't sound appealing, but oh, then it's it good. also when you are saying so like good. it me- like obviously it melts on the yeah, on the chips,
2: yeah, and the gravy and oh, the gravy, so
1: good. The problem is my the thing with this. poutine though is it. You need to get in early because it. Yep. The sog, the SOG factor yes. starts yeah. coming in 100%. very quickly. Yep. You know the last bit of it is gonna be a potato
2: gravy soup
0: uh, yeah, by the time you get to the but end. Mm. But the start,
2: you, if but you get chips in early, are crispy. yeah.
0: Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah.
2: Yeah, mm. so good. Well, I have a question for Braden because not many people know about poutine. How yeah. did you find out about poutine?
1: I don't know, just like being alive. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been to Canada. What are you saying about I've Joel? I'm
2: <laughs> 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 saying he <laughs> hasn't lived <laughs>
1: a, a full life yet. Yeah, oh, that's right. he'll get yeah. there. I'm um, the I'm bored to death. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been to Canada. So, We've well, been know. to
0: America a fair bit though. Yes, yes, I've been. Cuz apparently cheese curds are also popular in Pacific Northwest and yeah. Including like Wisconsin and Minnesota. Well, so. yeah,
1: Wisconsin's where I know a bunch of cheese curds get made. Oh. Well, that's mm-hmm. like Green Bay and okay. stuff, all the cheeseheads, whatever. But um, oh, yeah, uh, that makes sense. I want to go to Canada. Canada's kind of next for me, especially World Cup twenty. Next World Cup is Canada, US, and Mexico. Yeah, twenty twenty six. I feel like that's my aim. Ooh. That's my aim is, and also, nice. yes, yeah, I've got a – Couple of my favorite bands are from Toronto, so I'd really like to go. Oh, which bands to are they from Toronto? Sitting Color, Alexis on Fire. Okay, yeah, mm. they've got a good hardcore scene. Also in Buffalo, Every Time I Die.
0: Okay. Yeah, I don't know any of those bands. No, <laughs> I wouldn't expect you to. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool, though, that you've brought up the poutine because it sounds yeah. like if you're saying it's a mess towards the end, yeah, wouldn't it be better as a snack? Well, it's just the sight. Like, it you, comes you like don't get that a small poutine.
2: Yeah, no, like. no such thing. Mm. Though
0: I think you
1: can get poutine from Macca's in Canada. It's like one of those uh, things that w- that's like that like getting a, a beer from Macca's in Italy. Oh, yeah. I've tried oh, that. You? Yeah, yeah. Oh, have you? Yeah. yeah. Cool. So good. <laughs> <laughs> the
2: it's thing that disappointed
1: thing. me about Macca's in Europe, though, is, is it was like the same price as going to a restaurant. I, I feel like because the restaurants are so much cheaper, like, you could go and get good food for the same price as Macca's was. Right. That's my tip, anyway, yeah. if you're in Italy. This is Braden's
0: Brayden's travel diaries. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> great. It's <That's laughs> great. Um, now, we should ask the next question, which yes. some people would say, Brayden, is the most important question. You seem to think, I've just realised the lights are wrong on the set, on the set but... Um,
3: yeah, what is this? What's, What's this wrong, wrong with the lights? lights? It's right, I'll it's cha- oh, it's
0: Not the chip lunch colours. We'll put it... We'll, put, we'll, change, uh-huh. them. we'll change them in a second. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, wh- where was I going with that? The, I think oh, you, you said that you said there. the most important question is on the chips, but I th- I think because I am extra holy that I think the <laughs> the best the most important question is Louisa. I was not going to ask you, Braden, if you were wondering <laughs> before asked okay, you. Yeah, okay. Louisa, how did you? I did
1: have g- a, a quick quick thing. <laughs> I did have at youth at commitments we were hanging out, and one of the boys asked me how I became a Christian, and I went to answer, and then one of the other boys then told me how I became a Christian because he had listened to one of the podcasts. Was it accurate? Yeah, it was fairly accurate. Oh, that's pretty good. I was like, well.
0: He's like, you've been listening, haven't you? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Do we need to get him on the podcast? Maybe, maybe. Um, Look at that. Changing the colors on your phone. It's very cool. I should...
1: Could just edited the colors different. Oh, Is that the Philips? Set him more challenges. Uh, Philips yeah,
0: lights. These are the Philips hue lights.
2: Oof, I use that at home. Do you? I
0: what do. Colour, what color do you usually like to? Have Do you have a full gamer um, set up with all the lights, nah, all the light no, up no. keyboard. No, <laughs> no
2: oh. it's the bedroom lights that ah. are controlled by Hue. So usually it's just the boring white or oh. yellow. I
0: thought you were like going like green and. Nah. I thought this is
1: more purple than pink. Oh, I'm Normally sorry. We're more pink. Aren't okay, we? Yeah, on yeah, I'll, on that I'll side. go back to that.
0: Anyway, um, I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> denigrate the answer to this by doing this at the same time as. Oh, it's
1: only the important things. I'm no. sure all the people on that aren't watching on YouTube are really enjoying this. Well, yeah. That's too, that's too purple. That's
0: too purple. What about on. this? Come on. Come oh, on. It's no, blue now. That's too blue. Thanks for that. Oh, yeah. 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 Here there we go. go. That's there better. Go. Right, nice. Cool. All right. Let's ask cool. the most important question.
2: How I became a Christian. Oh. Let me kick you off. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> uh, so, first exposure to church was towards a late, like the latter end of primary school. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of just followed mum along and Mm. brother came along as Mm. well. And it was for me just lots of, you know, participating in crafts and free food and something (laughs) to do on a Sunday.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, then I kind of got into high school and was this kind of same kind of thing, just following along, playing the games, eating the food, (laughs) didn't really have much of an interest to be honest. It was just, um, hanging out with other kids, you know, outside of school. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I think I fast-tracked to probably year 10 where I got introduced into a youth group yeah. at church. Um, kind of didn't want to be there because it was like a Friday night and I was like, you know, like i got better, better, better ways to spend my time. <laughs> but, um, you know, I started getting along with the other youth there and kind of found it a bit fun and still didn't really take it too seriously, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. There was Bible study, there was games all of that stuff, which I participated in. Um, It wasn't really until year 12 where I was, you know, you have have HSC. Mm -hmm. And then you really start thinking about how you're spending your time, you know? Mm. Like, should I be spending every Friday night here when everyone else is gone to, like, you know, have some fun or study? Mm -hmm. And so I started thinking about whether I should be around on Friday (laughs) nights. So I know it's... I'm saying with a smile, but it was really like a serious like, what am I doing here? Yeah. Um, if this is real, then I should probably take it more seriously. If it's not real, I should probably figure that out and then get myself out. Yeah. So that was kind of my approach. Um, but as I started to think about whether you know God was real, whether what the Bible was saying was real, I had like other big questions that I started thinking about. You know, um, things along the lines of why they're suffering why are we here why do we even exist um how did the world come about like all these large big questions Mm. that you know some might say is like a bit of an existential crisis i started thinking about but it was all just triggered by why am i at church like why am i coming to this yeah um spending time reading in this book that may or may not be true Mm. so i started asking a lot of questions um Fortunately, had a very patient youth leader yeah. um, and youth pastor who entertained all my questions <laughs> or pointed me to resources that, you know, could shed a bit of light on what I was thinking about. And yeah, that was like a whole big journey of just thinking through different things in life and trying to get answers to those. And also just looking at what the Bible said about different things and kind of Sense checking whether I thought that made any sense. And um, so, yeah, there was a lot of apologetic stuff that I went through and just figuring out, is this true? Um, And so that was quite a bit of a journey. I ended up going to youth group for the entire year 12 because I just felt like the more I asked, the more there was to talk about and there was more to think about. And it was, if anything, I was like, even if this is not true, this is a really good way to think about life. Just Mm. think through the hard questions and get what people's thoughts were, what this Bible had to say as well. So I stuck around um, and then got into first year uni and for some reason also got pulled into leading a youth group (laughs) Um, and continued basically asking those questions. And I reached a point where I could not deny that. I guess like I went through a phase of figuring out like faith and Truth And and I landed at a point where you can't prove everything like scientifically or to a T because then it wouldn't be faith. It would be fact. yeah Mm -hmm. And so I kind of reached a crossroad where I asked myself, well, is this more likely to be true or more likely not to be true based on what what I've already discovered, all the conversations I've had, what I'm reading in the Bible. And I reached a point where I'm like, I think there's more evidence that there is a God mm. um, than, than that it might be false. Yeah. And so I committed to continue discovering that um, at around first year university and decided to commit my life to Jesus as well in that year and got baptised. Um, and then it's just been, you know, a journey since then in terms of discovering more about God, discovering more about the Bible um. yeah mm. so that's yeah. A kind of the short story of it mm. yes no, this,
0: this is yeah. why I, I like doing the podcast absolutely yeah. where really did cool. you grow up
2: I was born and raised here so yeah. yeah grew up here always been in the area of ride so I did yeah, yeah. my primary school high school there and then yeah. I went to UNSW oh, so there was a great CBS uh, uh, community there as yeah. well to CBS is Campus going. Bible Study Campus Bible okay, Study cool. yeah it's
0: um, I didn't really participate in any, even though I was a Christian, <laughs> I didn't participate in any Christian like stuff at my at my uni. I was just going to ask though, and it's kind of off the back of um, Braden's question about where did you grow up? And mm-hmm. um, why did you, um, you said you followed your mum and brother to church. Why, did, why were they going to church?
2: Yeah, so actually, mum didn't grow up a Christian. Um, she, yeah, she grew up in the Philippines and then came to Australia. Right. Um, and then when I was around seven, my parents separated. And somebody had brought my mum to church. Mm. Um, and so my brother and I just followed along because what else can you do when yeah. you're like seven and five and <laughs> have nowhere else to go, right? <laughs> yeah. So that's how my mum actually ended up going to church in the first place and we kind of just followed. Mm. Uh, so I didn't really have much say in it. Uh, and I think she, I'm, I don't want to speak for her, but she probably was looking for some reason or going through something herself just in terms of processing the separation uh, with my dad Um, and so that's how she ended up going to church and today she's a Christian so oh that's awesome praise God that's really cool
0: yeah Um, is your dad from the Philippines as well
2: no my dad's uh, from China so yeah they met in Australia
0: oh did they Yeah. yeah so they came they came separately to Australia correct right and what did you know what their reasons were to come to australia was it just like looking for something different
2: yeah i think just for work oh yeah, right. yeah. Okay. so both came just i guess both thinking that australia is a better place to to live um so i don't think there was any other extraordinary reason for that mm. i know my mom definitely came because her company from the philippines sent her um and dad was just here better opportunities i guess hmm. yeah
0: yeah cool that's um Again, like I was saying this about Wang Wang's story as well like because he's he's from originally from Macau. I just love that it doesn't matter what walk of life that we're from, like we're just here hanging out because of Jesus and I think that's what's really cool about it so you're going to church, you said that you just ended up falling into the youth group, yes, <laughs> and then kind of you said you were having lot like it seemed like you were having lots of questions about faith and stuff, yeah, I just want to know more about that or oh, sorry, I would like to know more about that because. You said there was a lot of things like you can't prove everything. Mm. Um, were you looking for like a real scientific reason for certain things? Like you talked about suffering and stuff like that. Is that what you were looking for at the time?
2: I think um, just being really black and white as a younger person, okay. you kind of look for hard evidence. An answer yeah. for everything. An answer kind of Exactly, yeah. an answer. And I think obviously as you grow up, you figure out everything's not black and white, it's grey. Mm. But I think as a younger person, you look for like solid facts mm. you know as you're going through school you have math and science where like it's just right or wrong yeah. but then you also have subjects like english where you're like this is just a massive discussion and no right. one's correct <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. <laughs> um, that's
1: what i loved <laughs> exactly
2: um and so i was figuring out like okay like let's take school aside let's think about life for a second yeah how does that make sense is it something black and white is it something i can try to figure out and navigate and make some sense out of it or is it something that's grey again and I kind of wanted to figure out the whole like whether there's a God piece Mm -hmm. whether that could be something I could work out more black and white or whether whether it was just you know Mm. something that people like blindly just believed and it was something comforting to them and that was it Mm. and I kind of wanted to figure out that for myself rather than hear what people just told me which I mean in in youth group it would be this God's real and I'm like yep Good for you. But then I would have friends that were, you know, atheists or of other faiths and be like, there's no God, you know? So I just wanted to go through a journey of figuring out what I thought based on what I could observe, um, what I could read, what I could hear. And I guess my own life experience would play into that as well. So in terms of like suffering or seeing a God at work, if anything, just trying to make sense of it all. So I think, yeah, maybe my brain is a little more wired to look for the objective facts Mm. and then go from there. Um, So that might be one of the reasons why I was taking that kind of approach, trying to figure out whether there was anything that could be proven Mm. and going from there.
0: Is that something that not just about faith, like for lots of things in your life? I think so. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think I tend to start with, objective facts Yeah. just because if it seems like it's the more reasonable thing to start off with um, rather than go with feeling or is it something else.
0: Right. It's because you don't want to waste your time <laughs> um, um, figuring I'd, it out? I think
2: that's maybe part of it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, or I maybe feel like you could go on this like massive emotional journey, but then it was completely like just so far away from the truth or yeah. the facts. Yep.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, but yeah I, kn- I know that's probably how I'm wired so mm. it's not that that's the correct way it's more just that's just my personal way of going about things
0: is there a moment and you talked about going through a big process is mm. there a moment that you can remember when you like like your perspective shifted on that so you said like it was almost like there isn't going to be an objective answer here
2: yeah 100 percent. because every question I asked
0: <laughs> like for like
2: every question i asked which would be the hard the hard questions like why why is there suffering you know yeah. all those questions it was never a black and white answer from my pastor and my youth yeah. leader obviously cuz there's no black and white answer and so the more questions i asked the more i realized everything's actually really gray however you can form your own thought about the yeah. the you know the topic or the question after hearing you know, multiple perspectives, and their answer. Mm. So yes, it's becoming I definitely
0: more sub- subjective. Yes, yeah, yeah, okay.
2: and also just realizing, like, when when you think about, you know, like God wanting having wanting to have a relationship, that's not something that's super black and white. It's not like you can tick a box and move on. Mm. Um And same thing with people, right? Like, mm. it's never black and white. It's gray. You have to work through it and you can't just like take a task and move on. Yeah. yeah, So, yeah, I think I slowly came to that realisation where this is not like maths and science um, completely. I think there are some things that, you know, y- if you look at how the world was made and just understand some like scientific facts of, and how like small of a chance that this all happened by random, I think there's some like facts there. And I'm like, that was part of my... You Know my journey on realizing maybe there is a God, maybe we are designed. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's I think it's 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 beyond just facts and science, mm. it's 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 relationships, it's yeah, it's a lot more than that.
0: Yeah, the relationship piece is really interesting because, yeah, it's like, um, well, I, I think it's interesting that you're lo- saying you're looking for black and white answers because, mm. in essence, actually, God is a black and white answer, but. Everything else out of that is where all the nuance is that you're talking about, and especially in relationships, like because where are the ones that are always being grey and yep. nuance with with God? And he's like, I'm 100%. black and white. Yeah, hundred <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So it's really interesting that that's what you were looking for, but you wanted it on your terms rather mm. than on God's terms. And I think like we all do that. You're like, Oh yeah. well, God, do this because this is what I want. And really, it's like what it sounds like is the process that you went through was like almost like a humbling thing of going actually god is the black and white ass and then everything else is afterwards is yeah yeah that's that's interesting yeah i think it's
2: gray until you realize or you accept that there is a god once you accept that there's a god you kind of put yourself below that and say okay Mm. now what god says is the truth but until you get to that point i think everything's still up for grabs. Like, yeah. you know, who, who's going to be the authority of my life? Up until knowing God, it's me, right? Because yeah. who else? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's a good point. Oh, that's
0: um, really interesting. And you said apologetics really helped you too. What, what in that aspect do you think helped you to, you know, make that decision that actually accept that God was, was the black yeah. and white answer?
2: Um, I think um, a lot of the questions I asked were quite existential.
0: Like, what, what would you ask?
2: Just, I know some people on the, like, who will be listening will laugh, but things, just, like, really random things. Like, how did the earth actually come about? Yep. Like, if it was by chance, then how can we have brains and we can actually have a conversation right now? Like, where mm. does all of that come from? Mm. Um, a lot around suffering, like, why is there suffering in the world? Uh, if there is a God, like, why why does bad stuff still happen, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and this is when I have very little understanding of, you know, sin and everything else that the Bible talks about. But mm-hmm. it's what young people think about, I think. Yeah, um, absolutely. Really important. Yeah. Um, even things like, are there other living things outside of earth? Like just oh, really... like aliens and stuff. Yeah, aliens. Yeah. Just the most random things. Uh, I think part of it was me just trying to test what Christians think. Yeah. And just throwing all these weird questions yeah. at my pastor to see how he responds. Um, and also my youth leader, those poor things. Um, very, <laughs> very, very important in my journey though. Um, and then also just seeing what the Bible actually says about a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes there's no direct answer in the Bible, but I'd be thrown like another passage that might help how mm-hmm. I can think about it. Mm-hmm. And I think all of that experience combined has led me to think that there is something about the bible that is extraordinary black like beyond what someone any one person can just write
0: mm. yeah
2: um yeah
0: it's not just it's not someone that just wrote a story yeah yep.
2: yeah and there's just far too many coincidences or you know things that happen that i'm like this can't well i was just led to feel that it just can't be chance mm. it can't be random mm. yeah yeah
0: that's cool so <laughs> I noticed that you, you've mentioned – I think almost three times you've talked about your youth leaders and and youth pastor. Um, do you feel happy to name them and tell us why they were such an impact on your life? You don't have to name them if you don't want Named. to. Do you think um, you
2: can I've had several youth pa- uh, youth mm-hmm. leaders and one youth pastor, his name's William. Um, I don't know if he will actually hear this podcast, <laughs> but I think um, – Just send it to him. Yeah, I might. Then he will. Shout out to William. <laughs> um yeah, I think they were quite patient in terms of just listening to whatever questions I had and mm. some of them were really just mm. wacky. Mm. <laughs> um,
0: and it was like they you didn't think that you would get the same amount of patience from someone else when you are asking the same questions?
2: I don't think necessarily thought about that but no. I think they were just there at the right time mm. and just responded in a way that I needed, yep. yeah, yeah, um, and the un- the other thing that was, I guess, impactful, which they probably do it without realizing, is that they they're modeling what is written in the Bible, and mm. I guess that's important because if you don't, s- if you see people that say they believe what's in the Bible and then they don't really live out what they believe,
3: yeah,
2: it's then a disconnect for me because yeah. then it would just be like, are you guys just practicing a religion? Without actually understanding what's behind it, yeah. Are
0: you faking it, or yeah. exactly, yeah.
2: or it doesn't? It clearly doesn't mean much because yeah. you're not actually mm. behaving the way that you say is correct. Yeah. yeah. So
0: it's like an integrity thing yeah. as well. Faith yeah. in deeds, like yep. James. Yep.
2: Yeah, for sure. So I saw a lot of, yeah, just a lot of kindness, um, a lot of patience and generosity from, mm. from yeah, all those people at at youth group, and I think that really helped just what I could read and observe and put them together. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think like both Brandon and I have both experienced that same thing too. It's like youth leadership. Brandon, you do youth leadership on Friday night as well. Yeah. It's just like the experience. <coughs> I think also something what you're saying, Louisa, too, is that you don't realise the impact your youth leaders have on you until years later. Yeah. Mm. For you, sure. Yeah. And like, so um, I probably said before, like Jai – was my youth leader and he was maybe I think he's like seven or eight years older than me mm-hmm. but seven that someone that's slightly a little bit older than you but they're modelling a yeah. Christian lifestyle like you're saying Louisa it's like it's really really yeah, impactful
1: pe- people like Greaves who's several hundred years older than me <laughs> um, Jared stuff <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh, any excuse to take a shot because I know he'll listen I uh, love the boy hey Greaves love you yeah um um uh, yeah, like I think you, your friends, especially at Solis, we're we're aiming to be friends and youth leaders in appropriate ways. Yeah, um, friends first before anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you don't really, yeah, you don't really realize until you're kind of in a peer group with them how much. Um, yeah. yeah, how much it really changes, and like I think it's something you have to remind yourself of constantly. Like, yeah, I have got a bunch of year seven boys that are just crazy. <laughs> and you just and you just and it's sometimes it's easy to get frustrated but then you realize like oh yeah i was the worst when i was in youth like i remember being just a 13 14 year old absolute job kick <laughs> like so yeah it's it's crazy um to think how much influence you can have over them yeah. and you don't even realize that you're really doing it mm. it's really cool that god puts us in relationship in that mm. way and mm. i think i i love leading youth group for that reason mm. i think um you get to have really genuine like genuine conversations sometimes like Louisa said if someone's interested, but I think it mm-hmm. that can also take time before things like that happen
0: and- mm. um, te- integrity thing's so important too yeah like well like the building the, trust and think about
1: yeah. like so Joel and I both come from non christian backgrounds as well like you you get to know those people before you really get to know the Bible like if you've mm. never come yep. from that background
3: mm. like mm
1: i i got to know a lot of christians and saw how they lived before i ever really did a lot of opening the bible for myself mm-hmm. yeah i think yeah, that's very really true. important
0: yeah and then and again they're living that out so you get to see the impact that the bible is having on their lives yeah and so then the impact on your life you're like well, What's the reason yeah and then you're reading the bible like again like you said and that's really changing your heart so mm. yeah, yeah. That's really cool. i think
2: the other the other cool thing about youth is that you see, you see them regularly. You see them every Friday, right? So not yeah. only are the youth leaders pouring into <coughs> the lives of the youth, but the youth leaders have their own life as well. And sometimes they're going through things. Sometimes they're also questioning things. Mm. But the beautiful thing is that the youth get to see them go through that. Mm. So um, yeah, especially if that youth leader s- sticks with them for the six years that they're in high school, yeah. they will definitely see things that the youth leader goes through as well and yeah. how they approach it. And it becomes like a model.
3: Because mm. yeah. then,
2: when they kind of go through the same thing, they're like, "Oh, how did my youth leader mm. approach that?" And mm. yeah, and, and so yeah.
1: And then you can have those conversations. Like yeah. I remember having conversations with dudes that are older me, older than me, when I was like, "Oh, should I get married to Beck? Should I propose?" And having a big conversation with someone about that. Mm. Um, and like, yeah, you've seen them go through those life stages before you, and then you mm-hmm. get, you can. Um, it's really nice when you have that relationship with people where you can then like, yeah, have those big conversations about life and about what's going on and things that you've seen them go through already. And you can, um, yeah, as you said, like, it's a really cool connection that you have if you've spent that time and invested that time in each yeah, other. Yeah, 100%. So where was
0: the youth group at? What church was that at?
2: There's a church called CECA, uh, ECA. Christ Evangelical Centre of Australia. Okay. It based in <laughs> Eastwood, okay. um, next to the yeah. water fountain, for those who know Eastwood. Okay. There's a famous like little water fountain. We have to Google, um, I I think it's like the, the Wikipedia photo of East, Eastwood. The Eastwood. <laughs> if
0: you want to put it here? I think it's the Wikipedia photo. You want to put it here, Eck? <laughs> <laughs> the Eastwood yeah. water fountain. Eastwood famous water, water fountain. fountain. Ah, it's beautiful. Is it a big one?
2: No, nah, it's just it's tiny. Oh. Um, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but it's like a centerpiece in the in the suburb.
0: It's like there's yes. one like that in Parramatta, isn't there? Is it? Uh, yeah, maybe near Parramatta sta- No, Strathfield Station there's one, I think.
2: Oh, yes, yes. They're kind of similar to that. Yeah, um, yeah. So people would just be like, oh, let's meet at the fountain and everyone knows what <laughs> that means. Okay. Meet
1: at the fountain. <laughs> yeah. Imagine like the Trevi Fountain, like some massive thing, like,
0: <laughs> it's just like yeah. this <laughs> carved out of marble. And <laughs> <Yeah, but laughs> then it's just like this <laughs> tiny, yeah.
2: Yeah. Infamous for like little kids just jumping in there f- with all the like dirty water. Oh, yeah.
1: Do people throw coins in there?
2: Uh, no, because people no. go in as well. <laughs> so it's not one of those fountains oh, okay, where, like, okay. you chuck it in and no one goes in. It's, yeah. like, one of the ones where little kids go in there and just play. Ah, oh, that's cool. Even though it's really gross, but yeah. people do it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so there's a church in, in yeah. Eastwood yeah. that I went to for quite a while. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Sorry, I was... you um, just Googling the fountain? Yeah, I'm Googling the fountain. Um, Dancing fountain? Yeah, they said it was in Eastwood, but I don't think it was that I one. I don't think so. So did they do the same thing that we do here so at was lead all the way through high school? So if you'd have the same leaders, oh, that's... that's well, awesome. that,
2: uh, when I was in youth group, that's not how they did it. But then by the time I was leading youth group, like I took my group from year six to 12. Right. Yeah, so I think cool. they figured um, like keeping the same leader meant that they could continue building the relationship. And yeah. I think yeah. that, I think it worked out better. Yeah. yeah, I,
0: yeah. I mean, so that's what, we, that's what we grew up in as well. Like... So Revival's been doing that. was an idea they pinched from Janelli Anglican, I think, but they've been doing that for quite a while of just yeah, trying to stay friends with the crew as they started in Year 7. or I mean, I, I started going to youth group in Year 9, but all the way up until Year 12. Mm. Did you finish Year 12 and then go straight back to leading? Because I just heard you I know. did, yeah. 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 I did.
2: Yeah. Even though I had not um, been baptised at that point, I think I had a, a level of commitment to dig into the word with... Mm people Mm. um so i figured why not help out the younger generation Mm. (laughs) think through the same questions as me (laughs) yeah yeah Um,
0: but you have a bit of passion for youth ministry i I think i do yeah
2: i think i have a bit of passion for young people just figuring out life um i think it can be quite challenging um so because i benefit so much from my youth leaders and my youth pastor i was like got to give back. You got to give back. Yeah, it's got to give back. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean,
0: like w- I think both of us have done something similar is that mm. oh we need to go back and do what we we were blessed enough or lucky enough yeah. to have.
1: Yeah. So, speaking of pinching ideas. Yeah. Fav- favorite youth night? Oh. As a youth and then favorite youth Ooh. night as a leader. Great question.
2: It is a great question. <laughs> I th- <laughs> I think based on yeah. what I could see from all the soul revival stuff, you guys definitely have way more party wild youth <laughs> nights and I really wish we did that at my youth group Yeah. Um, so I, I don't think a particular one jumps in mind because we were never too crazy the only crazy oh, I'm not parties. saying it
1: has to be crazy I just said favourite favourite and yeah
2: um,
1: it's
0: going to be something super holy
2: yeah. <laughs> 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 well like now I'm two minds about like it a because a
0: no. Uh, oh, no no come on just tell us your favourite night
2: I think um there's one night that jumps to mind. Not mm, One when I was a youth, yeah. which was just the night that I decided to stick around. Yeah. Because there, was, there were definitely nights at youth group where I was like thinking about whether I should be spending my Friday nights here. Yeah. And there was one particular night. I actually can't remember what happened that night, but I do remember like telling myself I'm just going to, I'm going to stick around Yeah. because this is good. Mm. And I think it was, I think we were in Bible study, we were talking about, um, we're talking about generosity, I think. And just something clicked in my head and I'm like, okay, even this is still not real. I'm just, gonna, I'm sticking around. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's probably one that jumps to mind um, in terms of leading youth kids. I think when they were in year six, they were just all over the shop. Like, <laughs> no one would listen they'd yeah. be chucking paper in my hoodie like it'd be the wildest like <laughs> yeah. thing and I'm like, I'm like what am I doing here but I think when they were in year 7 or 8 like towards like a t- couple of years after I remember there was one night where I was like wow this is actually impacting their lives
0: yeah
2: like they're not just here to muck around yeah. they yeah. still do but But
0: they want to come they actually yeah. want to come yeah. and they're
2: actually engaging with Bible have, study Had the discussion. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and they're actually asking questions yeah I remember and I was times like, like those too yeah. Yeah. yeah and it was like a moment of wow, this actually, like, mm. is actually benefiting. Yeah. It's it's actually worthwhile yeah. um, putting in my time yeah. and efforts. Mm. So, yeah.
0: And I remember, like, you feel like, oh, we've made, like, a little bit of a breakthrough with a relationship and, like, yep. uh, sometimes, like, one of the, the youth, the guys that are coming from youth, they'll ask you a question. And you're like, I didn't even expect you to ask that question. So they're, they're the moments of when you're youth leading, you're like, oh, this is really cool. And, again, I didn't realise that until, Later. Like, I'm remembering a couple of times when that happened. I'm like, oh... I'm Mm. Well, we missed that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Friday's always open. Joel. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> this, this guy, he's like, oh, "Come on, you're gonna come back and be, oh, a be Joel's back. coming
1: back the minute the minute." Remy's through, Joel's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> through what? Through, through. Life? youth, Yeah. The <laughs> minute she's, she's in youth, you're back. A few, few. Wow. Silver-haired fox. <laughs>
0: <to> come back. Silver-haired <laughs> fox walking around, that's a bit weird. Yeah. Yeah. No,
1: uh, nah, it's fine. Grease is a couple hundred years it's old. It's never though. too late but to come back. That's true.
0: There is the yeah, old Methuselahs walking around all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love Grease. Yeah. You know, that he and I, we uh, came up, we are in the same year
2: together. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So everything <laughs> Broden is saying about Reeves being old is just like he's, just as relevant. He's, um,
0: he's an old soul. He's a he's, he's ageless. He's like. just under a month older than me. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Didn't know that. <laughs>
0: that to throw him under the bus, but anyway. Yeah. I know that you talked about first year uni and that was a, you said to talk about campus bible study and stuff like that. What did you decide like what did you decide to do at uni, first of all? And then like why was campus bible study a good thing?
2: Yeah, I did uh, Double degree, one in finance and one in psychology because oh, I couldn't oh, decide. Yeah. They're very different. <laughs> <laughs> they are yeah. very different, mm. yeah. purposefully, because yep. I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I was yeah. like, I'll pick one where I know will kind of be easy for me. So that was finance. It was very, like, just straightforward. And then one that I had an interest in, just in case, you know, like, I discover <laughs> that I really love psychology. psychology. Yep. yeah. So I decided to do that just to give me some more time to learn more about both and figure out. Which one I might want to work in later. To this day, I still don't really have a firm answer, but you know, it it did the job. One day, yeah, one day. One day, it was just like, magically,
0: financial psychologist, (laughs) deal with people that are addicted to money or something. I
2: think, I think there's definitely areas where they blend. Yeah, but whether I want to, you know, put my hand in there. Yeah, don't know. Actually,
0: Um, marketing actually works really well. That's true. Yeah, yeah, keep going. Sorry.
2: Yeah, I think psychology bleeds everywhere. Yeah. Anyway, um, so that's what I studied. Uh, I think when I got into uni, I was like, probably should get plugged into some like Christian community because mm. that would be good. And so I knew by Campus Bible Study was there. Um, I actually didn't get as involved with that uh, ministry as much as I did with another ministry called Compassion uh, Australia, mm. who basically um, is a child sponsorship mm. organization yep. um, doing In the Name of Jesus. And I don't know why, but that that was where the um, actual community for me was was built in terms mm. of Christians. I guess we had a common purpose or common reason to come together, which is Jesus, but also a common purpose, which was a passion, which was child sponsorship and making sure that, yeah, there was a community in different underdeveloped areas mm. that could be funded. So churches that actually looked out for families, um, but also helped in raising kids that were uh, not as privileged. So I think I... Yeah, got stuck more into that and found lots of good fr- Christian friends in that community as well. I was still involved with CBS, but I think not as much as I, if I could go back, would have done. Yeah. Um, because I was working part time whilst I was doing uni, a lot of it was like, how, how much can I cram all my subjects into a <laughs> few days so yeah. that I could be working the other days? Yeah. So, yeah, that's and a little bit about me. D-
0: how did the double degree go?
2: It was good. I, I don't think. Um, I think it's just length of time you spend at uni. So I spent yeah. four and a half years at uni. Yeah. If I did just the one degree, I would have only spent three. Yeah. yeah. So I think I, I liked it. I enjoyed the fact that I could context switch. So like, I wouldn't be talking about numbers all day because I would be talking yeah. about you know, monkey experiments <laughs> in another <laughs> class. You know. So it was like good to just. Get your mind off, you know, <laughs> monkey experiments or numbers yep. yeah. every once in a while. So I did yep. them both c- like together. Mm. I didn't do one after the other. I just did them together. So I just have like two subjects of uh, psychology and two subjects of like finance. Mm. And I think it was great. Good. I loved it.
0: So when you're in like. Put the calculator away. Yeah. Time, <laughs> to go, <laughs> yeah. time
2: to go
1: torture some monkeys. Yeah. Or run some experiments.
2: Yeah. Or like <laughs> a,
0: on the other side, it's like when you turn up and all the uptight. Being counters in accounting <laughs> and you're like look at these monkeys Let's do an experiment on them. <laughs> one degree
2: was more interesting than the other i'll put it that way <laughs> wow. yeah.
0: finance was more interesting no the other <laughs> way <laughs> definitely the other way what's your what would you, your favorite thing about finance though that you like learning about
2: i think it's just really practical yeah okay. like you get taught about how an economy runs mm. And it goes down to the level of personal finance as well, like how to just manage manage money, mm. um, which I think is just super practical. So I think I really enjoyed the practical aspect the of finance. The black and white part of it? The black and white part mm. of it, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I've always been interested in, in like human behavior as well. So yeah. that's where the psychology part mm. came out of it. And because psychology has some science base, like they, they make... Uh, conclusions based on experiments. Yeah. There was also some black and white, even yeah. though it's never fully black and white yeah. in psychology. Does but that
0: mean that... Uh, do you think that economics would have been one that you'd be really interested in because it kind of combines both?
2: Yes, to some extent. So <laughs> economics <laughs> is super practical, but then it goes really theoretical. Yep. I don't know yeah. if... Yep. Yeah, you guys...
0: To a, to a degree. To I a don't.
2: degree, right? It goes super theoretical. And right. I'm like, this is just beyond the practical realm. So yep. then... I'm like, why why. are you
0: bothering to do this? Is that what you mean? Pretty much, like they
2: run like models and theories, and I'm like, okay, well, this kind of economy will never exist. So, (laughs) like, it's (laughs) it's great to like think about it and discuss it, but let's be real, right? And that's (laughs) that's why I majored in finance and not economics because Mm. finance is it's it's very practical.
0: The numbers. The numbers. The numbers. Yeah. numbers Numbers. Yeah. Okay. So, when did you go to Canada? Was that during?
2: Yeah, it was during our uh, university. I think it was my third year of uni. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know where it's come from, but I've always wanted to visit Canada, live in Canada. Yeah, Just heard so many good things about Canada, how Canadians are so nice. Just a whole bunch of things. So I've, yeah. I don't know where it comes from, but I've always had this like irk to go to Canada. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know, what's the way I can do that whilst not disrupting my timeline of things, which yeah. is just to finish uni and get out of there and get a job. Um, mm-hmm. And so I decided why not just try to go on exchange to yeah. Canada because that's a good way to like live there for a good period of time but also be studying still mm. and have that count towards my degree. Yeah, And so, yeah, that's what led me to do some time in Canada as an exchange student. Awesome. Really good time. Yeah. yeah. Would live there. Yeah. Would you? Yeah. Did I you would. go to the hockey? the hockey? The hockey. Yeah. We, our London university- Knights. Sorry,
1: no, London Knights. I think that's the London thing. Anyway, it, don't worry. May, I mean, it might have that's been actually hosted
2: team. at the Ooh. university there because cool. London sounds like one of
0: the
1: bands of Brandon likes. London yeah. Knights. London Knights. <laughs> I think are the the feeder team for one of the Ontario for teams.
0: The, oh. Which what are the Ontario NHL teams? Oh, there's so many Canadian Canadian teams.
1: Oh, I don't know. Call
0: cool, yourself <laughs> a fan.
1: Oh yeah, I'm <laughs> Detroit Red Wings, bro. Anyway, <laughs> Detroit. Yeah. yeah. yeah
2: um yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm like that is not even counter um it's just across the river it is it it is um our university actually had an ice rink where they where they had like hockey matches ice hockey matches so yeah it was really cool so
0: you went to them a fair bit obviously
2: yeah no they um they had it open for students to come all the time um it was pretty much like like London itself is just a student city. Like there's nothing else there except that university, but people come in to study there. Right. Yeah. So a lot of things happened at the university where yeah. I was just like, great, I'm a student. I get to go. <laughs> okay. um, so yeah, so it was really good, really cool time.
0: And did the finance and psychology transfer over to that?
2: I did mostly psychology subjects okay. there. Yep. Super interesting. I did like one subject on like drugs and behaviour. Ooh. Or eating psychology, which was mm, another The poutine, obviously. The poutine. <laughs> <laughs> Just give them poutine. <laughs> <laughs> I ate a lot of poutine whilst I was there. <laughs> I'm not going to no, lie. I am not going to lie. Um, yeah. yeah, no. I did, yeah, I did mostly psych subjects there.
0: Did you find a church over there?
2: I did. Mm. So, interestingly, I lived in a, um, like, a host family's place. Cool. And I didn't intentionally look for like a Christian host family or anything like that. But the day I landed was a Saturday. And I remember, I'm like, this is where God's really good. Because I remember chatting to my pastor at the time, like, and he was saying, make sure you get plugged into a church early because if you don't do it early, it kind of just like slips off and then you probably don't end up doing it. So that was in my mind. But I landed on a Saturday and I remember the Sunday morning, like the host family mom was like, We're going to church. Like, you wanna come? <laughs> and I was like, No way. <laughs> like, God's so good. And so I got plugged into a church called North Park Community Church, which I stayed for for the rest of my time there. Yeah. And was like just so really good. solid. That's so yeah. good. That you just got yeah, straight so into good. it. Straight into Didn't it. Didn't have to look yeah. for one or No. Oh, that's really lovely. Yeah. And so I made some really good friends from that church as well. Mm-hmm. Um, who I stay in contact with as well. Awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah,
0: sweet. And so what was the best thing about going to canada
2: the best thing about going to canada i think
0: not the poutine
2: not the poutine <laughs> <That's> um, <close. laughs> yeah along the lines of like just how i am i guess i i was thinking before i left i'm going to another country nobody knows me i could really just be whoever i want and so it was <laughs> a, from a faith perspective it was actually really shaping time for me because mm. I could be whoever I want, yeah. right and so what am I going to be like when no one knows me here
3: yeah
2: right what's that yeah. gonna look like and yeah. so I was I was thinking about that and the cool thing was like getting there not knowing anyone and having to like build like a friendship group again who you see regularly, your church community and all that stuff and I kind of found out like oh, I'm kind of like how I was like, how I was back in Sydney, yeah. which was I know it sounds weird but for me, it was like a reassuring thing. Okay, this yeah. is how I am. Yeah. Will I still prioritize God? Will I still do all of those things? Like I, was, I had questions in my head whether I would still do that. And mm. when I did, it was kind of like, oh, like I had moments of God's really looking after me. Yeah. And, you know, even small things like just getting plugged into church because my host family is going like, I'm like, God's really looking after me here. And yeah. I think it was a really sweet time of just depending on God because I didn't have people around me that yeah. normally you know are my support system yeah there but also i mean that's from the faith perspective and just like my personal journey being away from home yeah. but just canada's just amazing <laughs> like the scenery there i don't know i always plug the rocky mountains best place i really? have seen so far really? just amazing scenery canadians are as nice as people say <laughs> like you'd just be walking on the street looking slightly lost in a city like toronto yeah People would just be like, like, do you need help? Do you need, you know, how can I help you find your way? Um, Yeah, so I just had a really, really sweet time, good time.
0: Have you been back?
2: I haven't been back since. It's on my list of stuff to do and just like catching up with all those friends that I made whilst I was there. Yeah, the pandemic didn't help (laughs) as well because at one point I was like, maybe I'll go back to like work there for a bit. But b- when the pandemic hit, it just kind of fell off the cards as a priority. Yeah. Um, but yeah, pandemic also meant that I came to Soul Revival, so.
0: Mm. Whoops. i was going to put a pin in that, though. Just yes. What happened? I just want to ask you first, though, what happened yeah. after uni?
2: What so happened after uni? so what did I do?
0: What did you plan to do?
2: Yeah, right after uni, I jumped straight into work. So yeah. I... Got into a graduate program at Telstra and yeah. just basically started working right away. What were we um, doing? Answering so, the phone. <laughs> no, um, surprisingly not. Making phone calls. No. <laughs> yeah. uh, as a graduate, their program is really cool because what they do is they give you 18 months to explore. And mm-hmm. so I got to jump into four teams throughout the 18 month period and you could pick where you wanted to spend your time. So for me, this was great because I'm like, I don't know what I want to do after (laughs) (laughs) you. I just want to try different things. So Mm. I did like a whole bunch of stuff. I started in like a finance department and I was quickly like, nope, this is not (laughs) where I want to roll off. (laughs) And then I, uh, I, they actually sent me to the Philippines to work for six months as well. Like expenses paid too, which was really, really fun. And it, it was such a good opportunity. So then I was spending some time in their contact center. So yes, not answering the calls, <laughs> but working with the, this, uh, the contact agents, just like working with how, what programs we should be running mm. um, and things like that. Then I came back and did some work in product management, which has also kind of led me to where I am now. And then the last one was in digital. So working with the digital team on Telstra.com, the app mm. and a whole bunch of stuff there. And then after that, I was like, okay, now I have to actually pick a real job <laughs> <laughs> at Telstra. And what am I going to pick? And I just love digital so much. So hmm. I stayed there for a bit. And then COVID hit and I uh, moved to Woolworths. I, de- I decided to move to Woolworths because yeah. I was like, I've spent four years here. I think I want to try something new.
3: Yeah.
2: At that time, I was also thinking, do I want to get back into psychology? Decided I want to try another company before I make a move, if I was to make a move. Right, yeah. So moved to Woolies, and kind of explains where I am now.
0: Yeah. And yeah. what are you doing at Woolies?
2: Right now I'm looking after the gift cards business. So giftcards.willis.com.au. <laughs> Buy <a laughs> gift card plug. guys. Gift plug, card plug, plug. <laughs> <laughs> Buy a gift card online. Um yeah, so that's where I'm where I am now.
0: And we were kind of having a discussion about like prior to recording about gift cards and how there's like there's a certain group of people that will like try and game the gift card system so they can get more value out of it. Yeah. Do you meet many of those people around that like they want to engage you in that discussion, or do you just like when they ask you about gift cards, like are oh, your yeah, gift cards?
2: Um, I think I get a mix of responses, but I'm I'm one of those people that like oh, to game the system. Wow. So oh, gosh. I give us, your ho-
0: give us your hottest tip. <laughs> or oh, can you do that? Oh, I Maybe can. I
2: can. Look, if you have <laughs> if you have anyone in your life that is willing to share their senior, like New South Wales senior card with you? (laughs) Graves? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Graves, I'm talking to you tonight.
2: (laughs) They get 5% off. So that will be better than any deal we ever put out there. So if you
0: bought a $100 gift card, if you Pay use a senior skin, you yeah. get 95. This is why we're all age, all stage. All age, all stage for the <laughs> gift cards. <Yeah>. Yes.
2: <laughs> right. um, if you want to be super nifty about it, sometimes at Coles, they do this like or prepaid MasterCard.
0: Com- competitor analysis, prepaid yeah. MasterCard. Yeah. Prepaid
2: MasterCard. So basically you can spend that card anywhere because it's just a Visa card yep. or yep. MasterCard. Sometimes that goes on sale. And so you can buy that and then buy the gift card with that MasterCard so you've this got a discount on that. About. And oh. then you get another discount on the gift card. Wow. And then you go into shop and buy something that's on special, right? So you've pretty much like triple dipped.
0: Oh Goodness me. Man. that's very Not illegal either. Very not illegal. Very completely impressive. illegal. This is why there's yeah. like people that do this with like frequent flyer points and all that kind of thing too. Yeah. Like my dad's a big one. Oh, like
2: don't that. get me started. I will oh,
0: we'll get time. you started. <laughs> Come on, tell us. Is you, did you do the same thing with that? Oh,
2: 100%. Because yeah.
0: <laughs> there's like... You what just do get they call them. They just like cycle name. through credit cards. Isn't yeah right? Isn't there a name for people that do this? I can't remember what it is. Is there a name? Yeah, I've, I've read it. I before. refuse to have a label. <laughs> 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 well,
2: you did. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: you did mention that when you came to Saw Revival. Mm. How did that happen? Did you know, like Grace and Ian? Or was it you just kind of fell into it? Like you've said, a few things you've yes. fallen into. Uh,
2: I know Grace from City Bible Forum, so I'm involved mm. with the Young Workers Program there. Mm. So I knew I knew Grace. Um, some of you guys m- would have met Bethany as well, yep. who I've met through City Bible Forum as well. And so I know I knew those two, and I didn't know Ian or Michelle really yeah. at that point in time. For the um,
0: uneducated, what is City? Bible forum? I was going to ask that too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. City Bible For sure. forums is an organisation that basically pulls together the worker network in um, all over Sydney and mm. actually in all over the country actually. Um, and they think about how to share the gospel in the workplace. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm. And what did you what um, what did you gain from going to using being part of City Bible forum?
2: Um, so I'm involved with the young workers program, which is called Head Start. When I started work, I was kind of like, just like when you enter uni, I was looking for like a Christian community. When I started work, I was also looking for that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's many that are around, but somebody, uh, a friend at university right before I graduated, told me about Head Start and City Bible Forum. And, were like, and he was like, you should get plugged into that community when you start work because it's like a whole nother season of change and just figuring out how do I live as a Christian in the workplace was a question I had in my mind, yeah. And so I went to check out Head Start, and they talk about all sorts of things that are workplace specific. You yeah. know, office politics. How yeah. do you deal with money? Because as a uni student, you're poor, and then suddenly you're working. And you're like, what do I do with all this money? Mm. Um, Especially if
0: you've done finance and psychology.
2: <laughs> not really. Um, <laughs> as a graduate, you get paid peanuts. Um, <laughs> But yes, I I benefited a lot from just having a community where we were just like-minded in thinking about Mm -hmm. how do we, yeah, how are we to behave as Christians in the workplace? How do we navigate all these challenging things? Um, What does evangelism look like in the workplace? And so that again is another community where I've just benefited heaps from people who have already five steps ahead of me, giving me some advice to just thinking through difficult topics um, that you just don't know how to think through because I think church does touch on some of these topics, but um, it's not talked about as much. For example, like office politics, you wouldn't really have like a sermon about that at church oh, yeah, because, well, you know.
1: I'm preaching yeah. on Saturday. Oh, later. Office politics? Yeah, yeah you're going to bring that <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's going to be the theme. Yeah, bring in it up. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> All
2: right, we'll be, uh, I'm taking your word for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll write it in now. Yep.
2: Yeah, so I think just benefited a lot from the community there, yeah. and just people mm. who are thinking about the same thing.
0: Yeah, it's, it's similar. Sorry, I was just going to say it's kind of similar what you were saying about youth group. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: similar thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It's you really say. cool because work's such like a, a massive part of people's lives, mm. and mm. like it's where you're going to spend a majority of your week. It's cool that you can have that like thoughtfulness put into how you're going to approach it.
2: Mm. Mm. Yeah.
0: yeah. What do you? Th- how do you? What's your experience as being a Christian in the workplace then?
2: I think um, it can be challenging mm. for sure because there's a, I think a, and the more experience you have, the more you kind of move up the rank and the more you move up the rank, the more political things happen and the higher it is to kind of keep integrity sometimes. So I think that's probably the most challenging part. Um, but having said that, I don't think like having chat to other workers as well, I think I've had a really good experience so far because I've had moments where I could share about my faith um and have really good discussions and I've actually made some really good friends particularly when I was in Telstra that I still chat to today and we have really good discussions about you know just life things um so we're able to just dive deeper beyond work talk about like family talk about what do you actually believe um some of them have visited church before as well um and so I think generally speaking, I've had quite a positive experience. Like, I haven't really, in my head anyway, I always feel like there might be someone really hostile out there that's just like, you believe in Jesus, like you're crazy, or say something super rude, or just <laughs> mm. really ignorant. But I actually haven't come across anybody who's like that um, yeah. when I share that I'm a Christian or they know that I go to church. If anything, it's always been like a neutral response or, you know, like they just kind of don't want to talk about it and they move on or they actually engage and ask more questions or they say, oh, I also go to church and which that becomes a really cool thing to just go down. Mm. Um, so I think it's been positive. Mm. Yeah, but I don't know if it's because I've kind of like developed that mindset because I've had such a good community around me because yeah. I think it can be tough to be doing that by yourself and it's tough to... Think about how can I be sharing about Jesus if you're you feel like you're doing that by yourself, um, or you can't share difficulties with other workers. So yeah, I think generally positive.
0: Do you get that thing like when someone makes a joke <laughs> and then they know, like, oh, I know Louise is a Christian, and like they go, oh, I better not say that or something because I've, I've had that a few times. Yeah,
2: I think I've not in the workplace, but I have that with friends oh, where yeah. they're like, maybe we shouldn't joke about that, <laughs> and I'm like. I mean, I mean, that's probably true. You shouldn't. You probably shouldn't joke about that. But, <laughs> but n-
0: not on account of me, kind of thing. You're like, in general, like, yeah, in yeah, general. You're like, okay, it's yeah. But yeah. it's interesting that you then they already have that in their mind when it is like they know that you're a Christian. Yeah, I think they
2: kind of accidentally joke about it, and then the, the second thought is, wait a second,
0: did yeah. I offend anyone? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did I offend her? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um. We 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 kind of like. Went on a tangent and didn't talk about how you started a sort of Bible church. But I, I thought of another question though. Yeah. We've talked a lot about like what you did, where you went, what you like. What do you actually like doing outside of work, and like what what are you interested in?
2: Um, I love traveling a lot. Mm-hmm. The pandemic hasn't really helped, <laughs> but it's just so good for life perspective, mm. and also just to have some time spent away from your actual regular routine. Mm. So I really love traveling. Um, I also really love adrenaline activities. Oh, gosh. Ooh. Yeah.
0: Like skydiving and stuff. Skydiving,
2: anything that's like land related. So oh,
0: okay.
2: I actually just came back from New Zealand mm. and there were some adrenaline activities like white water rafting where I'm like one and done. Like <laughs> not again. Oh, you don't
0: want to do that again?
2: But I think like water activities are just like, I don't know, I have a little bit of reservation because I just don't know what's... What's going to happen? Am I going to hit my head on a rock? Am I going to... What's in the water? Like, yeah. I don't know. But skydiving, anything that has speed. So... Yes. Go-karting. Um, yeah, right
3: over here, yes.
2: Yeah, anything that's fast yeah. or high. Paragliding, like, oh, all of that high, stuff. Yeah, yeah I'm right.
1: not a big heights person.
0: What's the best adrenaline activity you've ever done then?
2: Oh, skydiving's pretty good. Ugh. Okay. skydiving is actually so fun <laughs> i did the um big like swing in new zealand recently oh, yeah. which is where they do the bungee and the yeah have you done catapult. bungee jumping i that's the one thing i'm not going to do
3: oh. and the
2: reason might disturb you a little i've heard from optometrist friends that your eye can actually like rip from the socket oh so when you go down yes. and you come back up like that jolt we'll have to get up. you
1: to talk to anthony sell He'd done I'm pretty sure he said he'd done He's done, 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 several He's times. done yeah. the craziest ones. Yeah. And he did it backwards. Yeah. And then he did one where it, like it was so large. It's like the longest one you can do, wasn't it? And it like was like, that. like two things. Wow. He sounds pretty good. He's got some googly eyes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like
1: Not really. You can pop you can pop your eyeball out sneezing, so I feel like Yeah,
2: that's true. That's true. Live a little. It's fine. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Yeah. It's
0: so interesting that you like you have these things of like I don't want to go white water rafting, but I love adrenaline activities. Yeah, like, I know. You've got, like these reservation things, but yeah. I still want to do that. So. It's funny
2: because like the friend I went with to New Zealand, she's like the same, but she gets her adrenaline kick out of water activities, ah. and she hates the land ones. Ah. So we'd have t- we had to like compromise what activities we were doing <laughs> in New Zealand. They were all like adrenaline pumped, but yeah. Yeah. half of it was like. Adrenaline that I didn't want, and half it was like <laughs> adrenaline she didn't want. You need to do really like funny. amphibious <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> adrenaline <laughs> activities, land sea or air. Yeah, yeah. You have to like be in the Marines or something <laughs> to actually yeah, do that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, that's cool. But okay, so now let's finally get back to it. <laughs> How did you end up being coming part of Saw Revival?
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's always a funny story because um, wasn't exactly planned. So during the pandemic, um, I'm sure you guys would have heard a little bit like bits and, and pieces of story from Grace and maybe Wang as well. But during 2020, we were all in lockdown. Um, at that time, I was still going to my old church. Um, and But Bethany, a friend of mine, was like, hey, you should come. Like, cause she had told me about um, this group that they wanted to start called Bible Chats, where they bring in non-Christians who are willing to engage with the word but didn't want to go to church and she was like hey you should just come visit like um and just support and give us some feedback on you know how you think the group's going and this was during like lockdown so it was on zoom I'm like yeah I got nothing to do on Saturday we're all like stuck in our houses anyway so why not Mm -hmm. um interestingly that was the same week that Wang visited and also Iris and Charlie, who you guys yeah. might know as yep. well. We all joined on that same, on the day same one to visit. Oh,
0: wow, okay.
2: Um, and so popped in and I was like, this is really cool. Like people are engaging with God's word on Zoom. Um, and it was really cool. And so I was like, okay, like cool to visit. But, but because of the lockdown actually went for a while, I just kept popping in because there was nothing better to do on Saturday. Like might as well read some Bible with some friends. Mm-hmm. So I kept attending that. And then when the lockdown lifted, they were like, oh, we should meet in person, like in Grace Michelle's lounge room. And I was like, you know what? I've like met these people on Zoom now. So I might as well meet them in person for a bit. <laughs> yeah. So I went and it just became like a thing that I just continued to go to mm. because it was just so wholesome, you know, <laughs> It was just so wholesome. Um, and I had church on Sunday, so it didn't really conflict with yeah. anything. And then uh, fast forward to, I think, November, or October, we started thinking about like where this group was going to go because for some of us, like in myself, Wang, we were going to another church, but also now Saturdays is like Bible chat. So like where do we have our weekend to do life admin and hang out with friends? Like we can't do this forever. Um, and then at the same time, we were thinking about should this become a church plan? So I think all of that started coming together and then I ultimately at the end decided why not you know, like, why not be a part of this? Um, Soulvival seems really cool. And non-Christians are hearing about God's word. So why not get stuck into it? I mean, at the end of the day, if this doesn't end up being anything, like, our churches will still be there. Because, yeah. you know, um, and big picture, just why not try something? Um, so, yeah, that's kind of how I ended up getting involved.
0: Was the idea of planning a church a little bit daunting for you or...? not really
2: yes and no okay so uh i talked about my church in, in eastwood they um they actually planted a church in chatswood um whilst i was with them yeah and i was part of that as well and i would say like for that period of time i think it was maybe four years where we tried to do that three or four years but that was really challenging it was really challenging um on many fronts and there was a lot of things that i learned from that time where I was like, this like there's definitely a better way to to do this. Like just but we yeah. were all yeah. experimenting, right? Yeah. So when the idea of church planting came up again, I was like, hmm, I have some reservations about this. Um, and so a big thing for me in terms of like saying yes was the fact that we were doing it with you guys, which meant that we had like support from a, a church that had already a like established itself it's already done some church planting it's got resources it's got like knowledge and experience Mm. um and it's a solid community that was a big reason why i said yes if we were to do it on our own i i told the rest of the team i'm like i am out like if we're not doing it with soul revival i'm out because i've seen just how tough it can be and it's just it's just really hard did
0: that other one that you were talking about from eastwood do they go out on their own without any support
2: so, without going too much into politics, sure. like, we did it with the other church, but it was, the way it kind of, like, operated, it felt like it was done on its own. So, okay. there wasn't too much support. Like, one thing that I really appreciate about doing it with Soul Revival is we're up in ride but you guys are like willing to send people over um, to help out where necessary and like vice versa. Yeah, you guys are
0: also really willing to come here. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that
2: culture is there, right? But for my other like church planning experience, it was more just like, you guys are now like the Chatswood, you know, church. And there was less of like sending resourcing support or even people support. I don't know if there was things happening in the background, but there was less of that. And um, for us, we kind of, everybody that went to do the church plan was like maybe 20 to 30 of us, but they were all young people, like people in, like young workers and younger. Mm. So you can imagine, you can imagine there would have been financial stress. um, Not not a huge amount of experience there. Exactly. Exactly. Experience. And then like um, people just doing music or doing, you know, random different things, but like everyone was really young. Um, It was hard, but I think the good thing about it was a lot of, Young people stepped up because they had to, so yeah. there was definitely God working in that as well, but it was yeah, I'll it, it, say it was hard, yeah. um, and so yeah, I was quite firm on not doing it ourselves if we were to become a church plant, mm. and so doing it with soul revival, I was like, yes, like this will be this will be good, mm. um, and so I spent a lot, a lot of time like like observing you guys and just being like, "Do I want to be part of this?" <laughs> yeah. but yeah, you know I'm here, so. Yeah. You guys know how that decision went. <laughs> <laughs> did
0: you have a question then, sorry? No. Oh, I thought you did. Um, final question Ooh. then, before we wrap up the chips. Sure. Uh, we've heard about a lot of uh, interesting things throughout your life. Um, what do you wish you knew as a younger Christian that you'd now, you know now?
2: Yeah, I think... Um, if I was to say something to my younger self, it would just be to, like, ask questions early. Mm. Because I think I spend a lot of time deliberating in my own head lots of different things. And I wish I just had, like, spoken to people earlier, asked questions earlier.
0: Just like you'd move, like, make some progress on it?
2: Yeah, I think yeah I think I spent a lot of time in my own head thinking about different things, and it's good to think, but you can only get so far.
0: You've got to bounce by yourself those thoughts off other yeah. people and stuff.
2: Yeah, and just leaning into like the wisdom of older people earlier, because I think I yeah I tried to keep it all to myself for a while mm. until I realized, wait a second, this is like super helpful to like ask my youth leader or my youth pastor, so I'd tell myself to do that. I think the other thing is just I think accepting and understanding God's grace and mercy is actually quite a difficult concept to grasp because n- taking God aside when you just observe everything that's happening in society it's like nothing's free. Like nothing is that good, you know? So for me, I think like accepting that God just loves you unconditionally is just that was a journey on its own. Mm but um i don't know if i would like i don't know if i could tell myself anything different when i was younger but i just i think grasping that concept changes everything like you can understand that there's a god and conceptually in your head understand jesus died for you but i think understanding that god you know is a forgiving god is a god that loves you no matter what you do is just that's just game changer. Like it just frees you up to do life freely. Mm. Um Yeah. So I think if I could grasp that earlier, mm-hmm. yeah. I really wish, you know, I did. Yeah. But I think it's a journey for everyone too. Yeah, we all go through there. that journey. 100%. For,
0: like God makes us do that for a reason, right? Yeah. 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 Well, I was I was just thinking though, it's funny how you said that ask questions early because I mean, quite a few of the things that we've talked about today is that you know you talk about how you have being you were rather black and white, and then you started to kind of ease off on that a little bit. But how many new experiences you decided to take on throughout your life now, like going to Canada, mm. um, <laughs> adrenaline activities, <laughs> yeah. starting a new church, like all those kind of things, is really interesting. From when you were saying you were very black and white yeah. when you thought you first grew up, so I thought that's, that was really encouraging. Mm. Um, so thank you very much. Have any final Final words, Brayden, before we...
1: No, it's been really encouraging to get to talk to you, Louisa. It's I really always really like getting nice. to talk about youth group as well. Yeah, it's that's fun. really cool. <laughs> yeah, I think we,
0: at least we know who's going to be in charge of youth at RIDE. Yeah. Yeah, it's Louisa.
2: Well, <laughs> have you interviewed the other people in the... Some know? of them. We've had
0: some RIDE, you mean? Yeah. We've had Grace, Wang... Joey. Joey. Is that it so far? We're working on it. <laughs> we're going to yeah. we get everyone there. Yeah, soon, yep. soon.
1: I have to get yeah. Gerald, Michelle.
0: Oh, Gerald would be yeah. a great one. it yep. be very fun. Why mm. do you think that? So is there others who are going to take your, your job?
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, like other, I'm sure the others have had youth experience. so yes. to do ministry know? as a team. 100%. Yes.
0: <laughs> with Louisa at the top. <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 well, thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> Thanks it's for having really me. It's been really good. It's yeah, been it's really
0: fun. fun. It's been really nice. And um, again, it's just always lovely to hear different stories from different people with different perp- perspectives. They're all under one thing of Jesus. So thank you so much. It's time to wrap up the chips. And we always finish every episode with a one way. So shall we do that? Let's do (laughs) do it. Let's do it. One way. One One way. way.